The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. In the old National Bank studio right on State Street. Happy Friday to everybody. Trade deadline is next Thursday. You can see it all. Uh, with Shams on Stadium and Twitter from 1 to 2.30. And uh, you see Shams as the senior NBA insider on Athletic and Stadium, and he's co-host of Run It Back, FanDuel TV. Nice enough to join us in the old National Bank studio. You were talking to us, uh, the, the Kyrie thing that you broke today what can you tell us about that yeah so he's requested a trade he wants out and he he's informed the organization that he wants to be dealt before the next thursday's deadline or he's going to walk as a free agent in the summer and so he's made it clear to them that he he's fully checked out he does not want to be in brooklyn um and he's ready for a move and i just reported as I, i was on my way here the lakers phoenix suns and dallas mavericks are emerging as leading suitors right now for Kyrie Irving, from what I'm told. And so we'll see if the Nets go ahead and actually move him. There, there are going to be offers. Multiple teams will be making offers. And this is, you know, we've been talking about Kyrie Irving for the last year, two years, really, when you think about last season, the stuff he went through with the vaccine uh, you know, circumstance. But I think uh, he's been through a lot this year. You had the, the movie tweet that he had, and then he gets suspended by the team um, for eight games. And so... Clearly, I think that created a rift. I think last season, the lack of a new deal, that created a rift. So there have been a couple of moments, like kind of crumbs that you can pick up on when you don't reach a long-term deal. When you go through a situation where your team suspends you uh, for, for a tweet link, it wasn't the league, it was the team that ended up suspending him. Um, it, and at the end of the day, the vaccine situation, I think last year, they banished him for pretty much for two months of the season, three months of the season, uh, when he decided not to get the vaccine last year, uh, last season. So there have been breadcrumbs as to why it would lead this way. And I'm told in the last week, the Nets did engage in contract extension negotiations with Irving, and they gave him an offer that included guarantee stipulations. So basically stipulations on whether the final year of, of the multi-year deal would be fully guaranteed or not. And I think you can probably look at that as whatever you want to call it, last straw, you know, a last moment that kind of signified where this is going. I, I don't think this is a contractual thing. I think it goes deeper than just that between these two sides, uh, especially for Kyrie Irving, it seems. It goes deeper than just uh, the numbers. I think if the Nets called today and offered the full four-year, $198 million maximum contract, I don't believe it changed. It, it would really? change Really? He went to, like, because I was going to say to you, Shams, he's, lately he's been playing some of his better basketball with KD out. And when KD comes back, they've shown you that they could be a contender. Why now, when that team could finally live up to everything it was supposed to be after all these years? Yeah, so it'll be 18-2 and two before KD got hurt in, in 20 games before he got hurt. And Kevin Durant goes down with the MCL sprain. And I think they're 2-7. and seven. They've somewhat treaded water. They started off 0-4, then went 2 in a row. And then they've lost a couple here recently. I mean, with Kevin Durant, this is a team that's going to compete for home court advantage. They're going to compete to win a championship. Uh, but do they have enough? And we've seen you know, an interesting thing also that w- has not been talked about, probably glossed over now 
that this Kyrie Irving situation came about is Ben Simmons has not played in a week of, of, of games. And the, the team said it's knee soreness. They said that uh, he had an MRI that came clean. Uh, there's no, no expectation of him playing tomorrow. So th- this, this is a Nets team that's now dealing with Ben Simmons missing time for an undisclosed issue, injury. Kyrie Irving now demands a trade. And this is after last summer where Kevin Durant asked for a trade and, <laughs> and, and tried to get out. So this is, this is, at some point, for sure, this is a player-driven league. But this is, these are three different issues that we're seeing with one organization. Where do you think he fits best? What would be the ultimate or the best destination for him? I think all three teams. You know, when, when you think about the Mavericks pairing him with Luka Doncic, I think mm-hmm. that would be electric. I think you put him in Phoenix with Devin Booker, with DeAndre Ayton potentially. You know, the Chris Paul situation is interesting. He's got half of his contract for next year guaranteed, sixteen million out of thirty-two. So that is a trade piece that I think the Suns are going to look at come summertime or as soon as th- this trade deadline with right. with Kyrie Irving. Uh, and there is, I'm told. Pretty strong interest for the Suns in Irving, so they would make a lot of sense. Imagine pairing Kyrie with Book with Booker and Aiton. Um, Is there any concern in any of those teams though that the fit will be something that you regret once he gets there, just because he can be so mercurial? Yeah, I mean you have to, you have to bring that up based on the last two years. But I think, like so, he said the last two months of this NBA season, he's averaging thirty points, seven rebounds, six assists, or seven assists, six rebounds, shooting uh, pretty much fifty, forty, ninety. Uh, he's, I think, all, he he is an all star starter. He was mm-hmm. one of the top five or six vote getters in the NBA for votes. So he's he's back to the Kyrie Irving that we know now. To your point, the risk reward, all of that for sure, I think is going to be put into play. And the third team, the Lakers, they're a team that had chances to potentially trade for sure. Kyrie Irving last year. Uh, they were not able to get a deal done with with the Nets, and he did not end up a Laker like everyone on social media wanted. And so we're seeing a situation now where. Lakers, Suns, Mavericks, we'll see which other teams come up. But I think those are the three teams that will be at the focal point of the Kyrie Irving sweepstakes. Sham Sharania is in studio with us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. All right, to our team. Mm. The last time we talked to you is when I recorded something with you with the whole Zach DeMar and, and what was going on behind closed doors and your report that you broke then. They got a little bit of a bump from that. And Zach started playing really good basketball. And then now it's kind of tailed back off again. And they continue to be in that three to five games under 500 thing. And they can't kind of get out of that valley. Um, Do you expect them to make some noise before the trade deadline? Or are they just, with, with, with nothing from Lonzo, do you expect them to just stay as is? Um... Sorry, I gotta. Are you like the phone uh, yeah, just yeah, continues? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's, it's crazy. Once this Kyrie thing came out, it was crazy. Yeah. No, 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 oh, okay. nothing right now. Uh, it's just dealing with the aftermath. How, how often do you get like? How often does your phone ping? Uh, more often than uh, people would probably want. You know, people, so my stop, loved ones. Stop texting. Okay, so no, 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 keep, no, 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 no. Don't listen to Sylvie. Don't listen to Tom. I love both of them, but keep texting me, please. Let my phone blow up. I want my phone blown up. Um, Not from us, so, though. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls went 8-3 and three after you know that, that, the, the article actually came out, and I think you're starting to see them get back a little bit down to earth. Um, I, I, from everything I'm told about the Bulls, their full intention and full goal right now is to keep trying to win. They're trying to be a team that's going to compete and contend for the playoffs. I believe they're the 10th seed right now in the play-in tournament, maybe 11th. Um, they're, they're, I mean, that, the separation between 7 and 10 
11. It's, it's going to be a race all year. Now I think teams are looking at that play-in kind of like an extended playoffs for, for the NBA. And I think that's what provided a lot of uh, balance throughout the league and why the trade deadline is going to be very interesting this year when the league is more open than ever. Uh, from everything I'm told, they want to contend for the playoffs, play-in, playoffs, um, and not toil in the lottery. And this year makes it tough, too, because th- their first-round pick isn't under their control. It's a, it's a top four protected that, that would go to Orlando. So imagine giving up Zach Levine for draft picks or giving up you know, DeMar DeRozan, who was just named an all-star, for draft picks. And you tank and you don't get your first-round pick anyway. And you're sitting in the war room at, you know, and being like, we just gave up a good player for a pick like three, four years down the line. Now... Listen, if someone blows them away for Zach Levine and gives them something like the Hawks got for DeJounte Murray, I mean, they'd be foolish not to listen. Uh, but right now, that offer just has not come. So I was going to say, this is, this is not even a product of them wanting to... Like, there's, there's really no outlet for them, right? I mean, the best case scenario for them, more than likely, is to stand pat. Their, their team, I mean, I've heard they're being more active in other ways. They're trying to go get a get guard help in, in the trade market. You know, they're, they're still trying to figure out, is Lonzo Ball going to be able to play the, at any point the rest of the year? I think they're, they're still holding out a little bit of hope. Uh, but listen, I think the signs aren't that good. We hear what Billy Donovan says publicly. Um, but they're holding out on that hope. But they have been active in the marketplace, trying to go get a guard out there um, and see, you know, can they get some help to this group? I've heard more of that than I've heard hey, like they're shopping Zach or they're shopping DeMar. Now, listen, there are issues that I reported on that this team has gone through, uh, disconnected different points. Um, you know, the Billy Donovan uh, aspect that we reported on, that there's also been some level of frustration there. Um, but the talent, when you look at the talent, the, there is talent on this team. There's more talent on this team than there was when Arturis Christianovas took over. Um, now, can this talent put it together? We, we haven't seen them do it yet. How will they do it? That's obviously on them. Is it better at all? Is it, are things better between Demar and Zach and what you reported on with Billy? I mean, I, I think you know the, the, the personal relationship between Zach and Demar was never in question. Like, I think off the court, they're they're friends. I think they're they're tight. It's just that on the court fit, right? Where sometimes it seems Zach, you know, it becomes a Demar Derozan led team. Other times, it's Zach Levine led team. How can they find that balance and? It's it's unfortunate, but it brings me back to Lonzo Ball's injury. Yeah, um, when he was on the floor last year, it took away from Demar Derozan and Zach Levine having the ball in their hands. They're sure. great players with the ball in their hands, but they're probably a little bit more effective, and the game comes a little bit easier for them when they have a guard like Lonzo Ball able to pitch the ball out to them. So, Lonzo Ball just made their jobs easier, their lives easier. Um, and so, if you can decrease the amount of time that they're spending on the ball. It's beneficial. Unfortunately, they've spent a lot of time this year on the ball, so it, it clearly has created some some friction. Shams, I was going to ask you about Vooch, though. Um, so you mentioned Demar and Zach, and the, that maybe they would listen, but they're not making calls, and and they're not in the mood to to tank here for that top four pick. But Vooch is a free agent, and he may leave anyway at the end of the year, and he's playing good basketball right now. So maybe you sell high. Are they? Are they listening? Are they making calls on Vooch? Um, I haven't heard them make calls. I haven't heard them really take calls on Vooch. I think this is a guy that's going to be a free agent this summer. He's going to command a pretty sizable contract. And it's going to be, you know, if, if, if a team is going to trade for Nikola Vucevic, they're going to want to know, can we retain you in the summer? And right now, not to my knowledge, has that happened. Does anybody know the real story with what is truly 
wrong with Lonzo Ball, and when is a reasonable time to expect him to be back doing basketball things? Um, I think I think if 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 trust me, if I knew what the issue was, <laughs> I would have reported it by on it by now. You, is it you, one of the more confusing one yeah, of the more confusing things in the NBA over the last twelve months? No question, because this is a guy that got meniscus surgery January twenty twenty two, and it, we're now in February twenty twenty three, and. He's had another surgery, and really there's no sign as far as what's led to this, right? right. Like, like, why is this? But clearly there's some kind of a nerve issue. There's, there's something that, that, is, that had become problematic. It appeared he got it cleaned out um, in September. And I think when it happened, the relief that he felt in the moment gave a lot of confidence that as the months go on, he'll be able to come back in the second half of the season. And I think as the months kept going, September turned November, November turned December, that discomfort... I think there was a moment where he was starting to get back and there wasn't that pain. But then as he started to thrust and get back to it, that pain and that discomfort emerged. And, yeah. um, Is there a real concern that this may never go away and that he may find himself with an issue? For, for a player that hasn't played in a year, I think you have to think about that, yeah. right? But I, for, in my conversations with people are, around Lonzo Ball, and I think even Lonzo Ball said it publicly last month, uh, you know, he feels like this is not going to be career-threatening. But, I mean, it's been a year, so... We'll see. I mean, hopefully for his sake, he can get back. What do you say to Bulls fans who say there's nowhere to go? They're not winning a championship with this core. They don't have a draft pick. So if they don't make a move, because I, I heard what you said about, well, if they get in the draft room and they made a trade for DeMar and for Zach and they don't get a top four pick, now what? But how do you get better with no draft pick? And where? how do you get out of this sort of mediocrity stage? Um, that's a great question. I mean, listen, eventually, if you get a good offer on Zach, I mean, you know, it, it's hard not to consider a really good offer on, on you know, on, on, on one of these guys, especially DeMar DeRozan. He's going to be up for a big extension this summer. Do they give him the extension? So decisions are going to be, have to be made this summer as far as DeMar's future and, you know, and where does Zach stand in the middle of all that? Uh, but uh, listen, they, they do have some level of flexibility, I think, moving forward. We'll see what happens with Vucevic. Uh, they do have Patrick Williams, um, and and I think after next year they should have their picks. So that puts them in a position where they're they're at least long term. The, the thing you don't want to do, of course, is you know if you're them, is go back into the lottery. I don't think that's what they want to do. Mm. And anything else cooking uh, in the NBA? I know you got a lot to to get through here. The Kyrie we- Irving. Talks, I'm sure, will dominate uh, the the league, and so you know, I think those three teams I mentioned will be very, very strong between now and Thursday, and we'll see where where he ends up. Interesting guy to cover and uh, talk to and uh, speak of, Kyrie. I mean, it, the league is always uh, very, very uh, ample with with topics to yeah, talk about, so yeah. it makes my life fun for sure, yeah. for sure. Shams, we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming by. Thank, thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Go, appreciate get it. back to the phone. I'll be on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Sham Sharania uh, uh, from, again, I want to give you all. From Old all, Orchard Junior High School. Old Orchard <laughs> Junior High. How about Oracle or Olympian? Uh, did, did they still have that when you were there? Olympian comes to mind. I, but but I, I, don't quote me on that. Quote Tom on that one. Yeah. Right. Don't quote, quote me, me on that. They, yeah. they would split you in half. Like they would say, you're either an Oracle or an Olympian. I'm pretty sure I was an Olympian. And then they yeah. would like. You were not an Olympian. This was for PE, though. This was for PE, right? It was for all your classes. Uh, see, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about PE. This is how things were different, Shams, when I was there. We had a, a gym teacher named Mr. Wright, and he would, we, have to, would, we would have to wear an athletic supporter. And he would want to check our supporters, and he would line us up against the mat. 
and he would ask us to pull our shorts to the side. And he would ask to see our support. God, I'm hoping that Shams had a di- different yeah, experience going through the school. Did you? Did no, you no, have no, supporter no. check? Yeah. No, no. I was, was creepy. I, thankfully, I was all good. Um, and uh, <laughs> I did not have that experience. I actually fractured my wrist in uh, at Orchard Junior High. So sh- sh- shout out to those gym floors. <laughs> if, Breaking I was, news. if I was being you know, put through the process, you, I would have gone out and broke my wrist on my own yeah, as well. Really, just to get out of no what more you were gym, doing. And I love yeah. gym class. But yeah. it, like, it was... Supporter, he had this deep voice. He go, supporter, 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 supporter. Let me get a look. Supporter, supporter. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't yeah. think that's. Uh, I don't think it's allowed these days. All right, uh, Sham Sharania, senior NBA insider for the Athletic Stadium and co-host of Run It Back on Fanduel. Catch all of his breaking news from Shams as it happens. Don't miss the Inside the Association trade deadline special presented by Fanduel, live exclusively on Stadium and Twitter from 1 to 2.30 Central on Thursday, February 9th. It's the only place to get all of Shams' breaking news on deadline day. All right, we'll talk about it all coming up next. All right, NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, place the same game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll receive a free bet back. I got one of those because I played the Don't Make Me Hate You same game parlay with the Bulls last night, and it didn't hit. Bulls won, and Vooch did not have two threes, and DeMar did not have over 24 and a half yeah. points. So I lost the bet, but I get a, uh, I get a, uh, you know, a free bet back, which is cool. Download the app now, sign up with uh, code WMVP. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code WMVP. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and older, Illinois only. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in required. One free bet issued based on amounts of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. So uh, as Shams told us, how'd you like to uh, be glued to your phone like that? Uh, no. First uh-uh. of all, like, nope. Nope. that's not what he told us. Nope. But like he is, he is sitting here doing an interview with us, having a conversation with us. He's, and he, he's basketball Schefter. I know. Like him, like they have to be constantly looking at that phone so they don't miss anything. That's a young man's game right there. Yes, it is. I'm an old man. It is like you are always on the clock, especially yeah. uh, this time. Um, so in, in Bleacher Nation, Bolst uh, got the uh, quote here up, too, on their site from Shams with us. We'll replay that for you a little bit later. But, like, the takeaway quote was, from everything I'm told, they want to contend for the playoffs. They're trying to get guard help in the trade market. They have been active in the marketplace trying to get a guard out there. And, like... 
we've talked about that, that they don't have a true point guard. Kobe White's a combo guard. Alex Caruso's a combo guard. None of them are real point Iron's guards. Iron's not a real facilitator. I.O. right. None of them are make-the-offense-go guards. Yeah. But again, it doesn't sound at all of what Shams is saying, that they're in sell mode. No, I, I mean, but... But look, that's kind of where we were all leaning anyway, right? I'd like to see them. I, I I'd like to see them, you know, pivot and do something different. But they're married to this group, this continuity, this you know, trying to get guys healthy. What uh, getting to the postseason and filling the stadium for a game or two is probably something that is important to the ownership crew. So, I this team isn't competing for anything. Nothing. That's fun. They won last night. Really? Were you inspired by anything you was saw it, last was night? Last night, even fun. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Like watching Andre Drummond it. have a good game. I didn't hate it. I didn't and, hate like, it. It was nice to see. It was nice to see Io. We love Io. It was nice to see Io play well. Yeah, he had himself a you know a, a tied his personal best, didn't he, yeah. for scoring? Yes, yes. I mean, we we watched Drum was cooking. Let Drum cook. Just trade him. Get something for him. Billy never plays them anyway. They're just like they're they're just they're there. They're th- they are me sitting like, on a couch. My wife walks into the, my television viewing room and just I'm there. What's the comp I'm not to that? Inspiring what's anything or to, anybody to someone being there other than you on your couch. Like, what, what 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 is what's the good comp to that? What's an analogy of of just a per, like of yeah. of the bulls. I don't what know. What are they like to a food or something? What are There's they? nothing exciting they're, me. They're, it's 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 vanilla ice cream. No, it's they're not, not even awful. vanilla ice cream is still great. I know it's not fancy or it's it, there's not a bunch Do of Do you like, really consider it like that? Yes, you, you, you consider vanilla ice cream is great because it's still dessert. I'm not I look, I'd rather go to Dairy Queen and get it mixed in with double Oreo cookie. Yeah, how about a like how about a, like uh, a pork tenderloin? I was going to say parsley. Like they're not quite as bad as just parsley because you wouldn't even eat parsley. Yeah, parsley like, is like, so, there's somewhere put... between vanilla ice cream and parsley. So like, where where are pork they? Pork tenderloin? No, because pork tenderloin can still get the job done. So the can they? They won no. last night what against about... Charlotte. They're, what they're doing, no. like a pork tenderloin, is not something that you look forward to during the week. It's a filler. It's if you sat down and you put your menu together for the full week. You're not excited about pork tenderloin, but you got to cook something on Thursday. Well, disagree. You're doing it wrong. I made pork tenderloin last night okay, while the Bulls game was on. Pick, I, it, uh, pick a different food. Pick a different food. What about then? meatloaf? Okay, just meatloaf. meatloaf. Whatever it is. Meatloaf is solid. Oh, Jesus. So I agree with Sylvie there. You guys don't know how to eat, man. Chicken breast. Chicken breast is kind of meh. Okay. Chicken breast then. You get what I'm saying? I know, listen, I could say anything, like a handful of dirt, and you're like, oh, man, I put a little salt on that. I can make a meal out of a that. little paprika. Nom, 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 mm. nom, 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 Sauce. Like, my point is, you have seven meals to cook. There's probably one of those days where that where there's one meal that's not really going to inspire you. It's just there. So, you have to eat. So it's, okay, Mallard, for you, it was chicken breast. The bulls are a chicken breast. Someone wrote, Sylvie is too damn busy going to Chicago Cut for Dover Saul. That's not, don't blame me for this. 
And I don't. I get. Well, you were being food. You were, you were being food Chicago snobby Cop. over there. You I'm were not being a food. You snob. were being just food saying, snobby. I'm saying that pork tenderloin is good. I like a good chicken breast. A good chicken breast when it's cooked right. Chicken effing food just that you would pasta. say They're is pasta. just I, like I'm not even being a snob. Okay. I think good. Like pasta, even with butter on it, butter noodles nope, no is butter. better no than butter, the bowls. Just plain pasta. That's what the bowls That's are. Better than the bowls. You but, understood my analogy. I did. Right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, let's take it out off the table because, like, you can't control yourself when it's food. The bowls How aren't about, even like mac and cheese. Mac and cheese okay. is great. Take the food analogy and kick it out the door. Let's do something else. Yeah. Someone um, said they're a can of spam. They're a can of spam. They're they're the bag of budding meat. No, 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 no. Come on, that like they're not spam. You know who's spam? Let me tell you who's spam right now. Like uh, the Pistons are spam. The, the Pistons are spam. The, the Hornets, the team you beat last, that's some spam right there. Like you, I'm not trying to tell you that the 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 Bulls are Chateaubriand for two, but like. I mean, there, there's, there's lesser stuff there. I'm just telling you, they're, they're just there. They're there. They're there. Like again, I thought I was a perfect example. My wife walks down the hall. I'm sitting there. My feet are up. My belly's out, and I'm yeah. watching television. And she walks down the hall. And she goes, "Oh, you're there. That's what it is. That's the bulls. Oh, you're there. Ah, oh, you're there." Like last night, what? Oh, was she you not did expecting you, you to be there? No, but like if you just walk down the hall and you hear like a tele, you hear noise and you're like, oh, "There's a television on down there." And she walks down and she sees it's me, probably with a finger in my nose or one of my hands tucked into my belt. Probably got a bag of pretzels on you me. You still have quite a wine belly. I'll stick I mean, it. I'm 185 pounds. I hit my goal. I could see it on Twitch. Everyone, I got hit a my goal. Shot of that. I wanted to get to 185 and I got there. Take that. You gave me one of those. Yeah, I did. Uh, so that's who the Bulls are. So give me, give me your analogy. They're not spam. Detroit spam. They're like like sometimes like broccoli. Broccoli? Uh, really? Yeah. Is broccoli too healthy? Because the Bulls aren't right, healthy. Miller's going to chastise you if you, like, if you bu- besmirch bar- uh, broccoli. Like, like broccoli is, I think, too healthy. Like the Bulls aren't, he- are go- aren't good for your health. At, like they'll make you fart. The bulls will make you fart. These bulls, they're they're they a three beans? ply toilet they're paper. Beans? How about that? They're not a five ply. Chap your ass. They, they chap your ass a little bit. They're not, you know, they're not the worst toilet paper. Where you use that, some of that stuff, and you're asking for trouble. Someone and then said, other stuff is like it's like you're having a pillow. Someone said they're just basically like white rice. They're there. They're like just boiled rice. They're they're the minute rice. I, that's what they no, are. I still think that that's the Pistons. Really? Like, yeah. Rice isn't bad. I like rice. You like everything. I, it's true. What don't you like? I like most food. Yeah. I can see you getting a big spoonful of suck attack. That's why I don't think it's fair when someone brings up the Dover Soul comment. Like, I, that, like I'm eating, like I'm a food snob eating Dover Soul. I'll eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and love it. I'll eat chicken tenders tonight and love it. Yeah, I, I'm I, not a food. I should have known better than to even bring food up. You get you vanilla know, like, ice cream is good. Yeah, give me a hot pretzel. I love a hot, good hot pretzel. It's cooked right. 
What do you mean if it's cooked right? Well, you can't just microwave the hot pretzel. Then it's going to be a little rubbery. You got to, if you bake it, then you'll get the good crispy on the outside. Is there anything in your fridge right now that you don't like? Anything. Like you look in there. I'm not a big milk guy. I don't drink milk. In your cereal? Do you use it for your cereal? No, I eat cereal without milk. Okay. Why is milk, is it for the kids? Yes. Okay. And I'll I'll put put, put a splash in my coffee. Yeah. Fat-free milk? I do. I eat extra fat coconut, milk. coconut milk for me. Oh, really? The kids, well, we kids I drink. like Dover, Dover Soul over there at Chicago Cut. You got your coconut milk. Well, it's the dairy doesn't do well with my uh, stomach. The kids have whole milk. Yeah. Need to grow. Good for the bones. <laughs> over there so, wrestling after a big glass of milk. Come on, Braxton. Let's go three rounds. <laughs> but so, so where are we with the Bulls then? That they're, they're just, just they're, there. They're, they're, there, they're and there and they're not... That's what they're going to be on the trade deadline. They're just going to be yeah. there, and they're not going to do much stuff. And then they're going to, on draft day, we're not going to... They're going to be the opposite of the Bears. I don't... We're going to be there on draft day. They're not going to do anything. Like, we're not going to have a pick. I, I can't... I, I don't hate them, but I'm, I'm not over the top. I'm not thrilled with them. They used to be destination for me, and now I'm kind of... You know, it's apathy. For Vooch. me, the, the feeling is very apathetic. Vooch is their pick. That's what they got for their yeah, pick. Yeah, there Rooch. you go. And, and Meller thinks they're going to re-sign him, so you better buckle up over there, mister, because you're going to get a big plate full of booch. You're going to get booch. You Shams better be side wrong. of booch. Shams didn't do much to convince me that they'll be trading him. Booch for dessert? Booch no, for an after-dinner drink? They, that really that ticked me off, and it was like short to your the face. point. You, you didn't want to like, like well, where, where was that? But Shams. How about some barbecued booch for an appetizer? Mm. That's what you're getting. <laughs> You want to get to Waddle's World? Oh, please. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. Get weird. Weird. Get weird. Let's get weird. We have here? Well, I mean, not quite a sore sauce, but let's advertise. Was it somewhat of a sore sauce, Tyler? Sore kind sauce? of a sore sauce. Yeah. I guess well, from Woj. Woj. got a scoop. Yeah. yeah. Woj is tweeting that among rival teams, there's far more interest in inquiring on Kevin Durant's reaction to Kyrie's trade request and how that may impact KD's future with the Nets. I don't even know if that is, I mean, is that a scoop? I don't or is that kind of like. One more time, read that to me one more time about KD. I didn't even really, I think that there's people that are more interested on how KD will respond to this request than anything. Among rival teams, there's far more interest in inquiring on Kevin Durant's reaction to Kyrie Irving's trade request and how that may impact KD's future right. with the Nets. So, right. Like, if you hear that Kyrie wants out, they're calling not for Kyrie. Uh, hey, you willing to, sure. to trade us KD? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think that's a, a conflict. So. Yeah, we're not going to have anything go on around here. It's just going to be status quo. We. Uh, have you seen this? Here's some news. Maybe we should uh, we should give Tommy Reese a call because Alabama has just hired him as their offensive coordinator to replace Bill O'Brien. 
Yeah, but it, it, like he was a quarterback at Notre Dame. Yep. He climbed the ladder at Notre Dame yep. as a coach. And now, now, remember, he turned down the opportunity to go to LSU um, with Brian to Kelly. Stay, and, and now he's going to be yelled at by Nick Saban. Yes, he is. He's only 30 years of age. Reese is Saban's youngest coordinator since Will Muschamp was their defensive coordinator at LSU when they were there in 2002. But that is the place where when you get that OC job, especially, think about where all the OCs have gone. To the NFL? Yeah, I mean, that, that like... Dable was there for a little yeah, bit? Uh-huh. They all Who get... Else? That's usually the place where you sort of rehabilitate your image and then vault yourself back up. Tommy Reese has been a climber to begin with. We wish him well, too. I yeah, like Tommy. I like Tommy. His dad, I saw, did I tell you I saw Bill at church, sat next to him, and, and just the pew, the two of us. Yeah, Bill Reese, we both know, Waddle and me, yeah. uh, well, used to be the, the director of college scouting for the Bears under Mark Hatley. He was, he's, if I'm not mistaken, he has been at Notre Dame as kind of like a recruiting mm-hmm. Coordinator, so he has some role, or has had some role at Notre Dame. I wonder if that will change with Tommy going to Great Alabama. Dude. Great guy, he is Tommy fabulous. too. So Tommy too. Should we, we should we get Tommy on next yeah, week? Yeah, why not? Come on, or we can celebrate Michael Jordan Day again next next week. We had Tommy on oh, a year ago when he was yeah. when um, Brian Kelly left for LSU. By the way, did you see? Uh, speaking of Alabama. And Alabama quarterback, did you see Tua has con- uh, cleared concussion protocol? I hope he's okay. I agree. I know he's cleared the protocol, but yes. it's a lot of concussions. It is. Three in a year. Speaking of that, the NFL says regular season concussions increased 18% this past season. According to data released by the league, there were 149 concussions suffered. Half of them by Tua. No, that's not true. There oh, were 149 concussions. Uh, you know what? Get off your high horse. Concussion jokes. Get from off you, your high horse. Out of all people. You know what? I think I think Waddle's actually the only one who is allowed to make Thank concussion you. jokes. He's got the concussion card, yeah. Yeah. I mean He's like Tim Watley. He's our <laughs> the own can, Tim Watley. The concussion card. Who's Tim Watley? Anti-dentite? Yes. He uh, he switched to Judaism for the jokes. I'm still lost. It's a Seinfeld reference. Okay. According to data released by the league, there were 149 concussions suffered over 271 games this season. That's an 18% jump. What do you make of that? I think they're watching them closer. Think about it. There is more. Now, you wouldn't know that if if we still want to go back to the Tua conversation. But for the most part, there are guys that I I think they're doing a better job. I do. There are some that slipped through the, the cracks. I immediately saw what they did. With Josh Johnson in the NFC title game, when you saw his head head hit the ground, immediately they came out and and got him. So I think think as much as anything, they're watching it closer. Uh, NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills today attributed the rise to a number of factors. So he's going to answer your question with much more accuracy and better credentials than me, including a protocol change that he said broadened and strengthened the definition of a concussion following a series of injuries suffered by Tua. We continue to become more cautious and conservative in our evaluation and diagnosis of concussions. That's not just an opinion. That's backed up by the data. So 
That I, I, I mean, I do believe strongly in that, that the concussion number is up in large part because they're watching it more closely. Uh, what's this? In other NFL health and safety news, the total of all preseason and regular season player injuries was down by 5.6%. Injuries on punts and kickoffs continue to be disproportionate to the frequency of plays. The NFL Competition Committee decided not to act on similar data last year. So um not sure they'll make any any changes to the rules with regard to punts and kickoffs. Didn't you once have a take that you thought one day there will be no more kickoffs? Yes. That they will just place the ball in the 25 to yeah. start? Yeah. I don't know that that'll ever happen, but... I would think, like, listen, if you show that there is a disproportionate percentage of the concussions that are coming on those types of plays, and if you're truly serious about player safety, it would be something I would think that uh, they would actually consider. So uh, we'll see. Uh, What else do I have for you? I have, uh, how about, hey, you want some Zach Granke news? He's going back to Kansas City, is that right? Yeah, 8.5 million. How about that? Would you want a, uh, a little Zach Granke action in uh, on the north north side he, if you could get it? He's a, what, what he's uh they could have gotten him. I mean, how old is he? 39. He's uh, 94. Uh and Zach Granke is what did you say? 39. Yeah, you're good with numbers. Good with numbers. Uh he made 13 million with the Royals last year when he went 3 and 9. I think one of the best stories I read about Zach Granke last year, Meller, I don't know if you saw this. I think it was Seattle. Do they live in Seattle, perhaps? They went to a playoff game, his family, in Seattle. He just went as a fan with his family. Uh, and no one recognized him. He's just chilling. Yeah. As I don't find as, him as, to be overly recognizable. Right. I, I mean, probably he, wouldn't notice him. He's one of the great pitchers of, of the last era, right? And... Especially, I don't know if I, I did not see that story, Sylvie. Do you know was he was he wearing a hat at the game? Probably. Because, because, I mean, well, no, no. But oh, the one oh. thing I find, like when, when I see a baseball, hats, yeah, yeah, it throws me off yeah. oftentimes. So he's just no one, not one person, I think, recognized him. How about this story? This this screams twenty twenty three. TikToker plans to sell bags of sand from the spot Tom Brady announced his retirement to recruit the money she lost betting on him. Yeah, that is that's very 2023. So did she, uh, she claims to be a big Brady fan who was hyperventilating and crying when he retired last year. I'm sure that's that's you can find where that. Where was TikTok. it? Where was it? Uh, the beach where in Miami? She set out to find the exact spot on Miami Beach where he announced his retirement in a short clip that she shared on TikTok. She appears to have found the location. She bagged up some sand and plans to sell it. So stupid. We, we, we watched the clip, and we made the executive decision not to play her. She's What's a clown. You Why? Did I went, no, let's hear. No. No, don't give her the publicity. It's stupid. Who are you? You, you really want it? I'll get it. You can, we can play it if you Does really she, want to. It's stupid. I think it's, at this point now, you've piqued my interest as to how You're going to be very let down. How stupid one can be. You're going to be very let down. We are you your home it. for stupid, especially this time of the year. Right? Because it's Michael Jordan Day. 
Like, let's measure that. It's let's really measure this. You let's off. measure the number. celebration of that versus this TikToker bagging yeah, sand and selling it. We've well, got our first installment of Dumb Court right here. I think this is what we have. I love this Dumb Court. Why don't we do this weekly? I Melody, like you got it. She swears, doesn't it? So did you? Uh, we yeah, we'll, we'll have to. Yeah, when we'll we come back from break. See, I'm, I got your back. I no, mean, no, I, I, yeah. yeah well, when we come back from Blake, we can play it. From Blake, yeah, we're gonna we're break Blake. Break and Blake. Where's Blake? Um, all right, I got some nonsense for you too. You want to hear some nonsense? Let's do some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Let's too do many some injury nonsense. news. Do we in have there. Florida or Ohio oh, yeah, today as we well? Do. Damn, we got that as well. We got a lot to get to, so let's take a break. Really, let's take a break. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. As always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. That's right. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. It's Friday night. Pick up a bottle today. 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Waddle's got it right now if you're in the Twitch chat and you're watching us. Did you crack a bottle last night? I did not. I was was feeling a little under the weather, so I did not... uh, I decided to pass. Sat down and had, had a little uh, vanilla ice cream instead. I did not. I mm-hmm. I decided to go to bed a little right after the Bulls game, at an early night. So you know the way I look at it. That's a bonus night of drinking next week. I collect them. Do like, you? you know, since I didn't have one, sort of like drive fe- uh, like January. You, like it's Thursday and Saturday are my drinking day, so I have. I figure I have got a free one in my pocket now Is for next week. Somebody else keeping track in the house. I keep track. No, no, no. This is me. So now I've got three for next week. Uh, I think drinking a, rules are really bad. Pick up a bottle today and live infamously on your own terms. I don't think Snoop Dogg would approve, approve of that. He'd say, if you want some, have some. Yeah, really. I, I, that's not really living my life infamously. If I'm keeping rules against... I'm dead. Yeah, no. Mm. Why don't you have some tonight? I may. You know what? Because I, I am feeling better today. Good. You're feeling better. We're feeling better. Thank you. Mellor, do you have, or uh, Tyler, you have the story for I me? do. Walmart customer caught trying to steal suitcase full of meat. Oh, it sounds like we've had one of these yes. before. Well, but, yeah, wasn't this recently? There suitcase was a different full- meat, there was a meat beating incident, if Excuse? you pardon the expression. Yes. No, no, no. no, no, no. Jake, what? Did, did Jake <laughs> give us this story recently with a suitcase do you have a dateline on that? Is uh, it a woman? Uh, story? Did a woman do this? Is this a little a woman do this, this story? Or this is, when, so when was this, this from, meat beating from? Uh, January. I bet you. January 10th. Yeah. I bet you Jake uh, gave us this. A man has been arrested for the okay. 70th time after he allegedly stole a large quantity one. of meat. I don't remember mm-hmm. that one. I thought this was a woman the last time. But I it could a, be a oh. Walmart. Did you... Uh, did you cross-reference with the meat-beating of cell sheet that we have upstairs? This Tyler. is Florida. I did not. This is Florida. I think we've had this I need this some story. more details. All right. 
So he was at the Walmart, was taking different cuts of meat that he had not paid for, and... How much meat can you buy at Walmart? Does Walmart sell you there's, meat? There's, there's, like there's grocery stores. Groceries, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like grocery stores in Walmart. What he could not fit in the stolen suitcase, he discarded in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. According to police, he was stopped by officers at a bus stop across the street from the Walmart, and he typically sells the meat, which he steals, uh, to restaurants who pay him half the face value marked on the price tags. I believe Jake gave us this. I think so, too. Yeah, at like, uh, I want to say at Twin Peaks. Did Jake give us this a couple Fridays ago at Twin Peaks? No, because Tyler did that. I don't know if I've been off on a Friday lately. Hmm. I know we've had this. It does seem like a rerun. I'm going to go Florida, though. I know this is going to shock you, but I don't remember. I know. Uh, I'll go with Florida as well. That sounds like a good Tampa trick. Based on you, Waddle, you look like a man who likes to slide a salami down his pants. I'm going to go with the uh, great state of Ohio. Why is that even? Like You should know. If we've had this story before, you should know. I forget. forget. I'll go with Ohio. took place in South Euclid, Ohio. I thought we had that story, though. It is because I think I remember saying at the time what I'm going to say now. Oh, that's a uh, suburb of Cleveland. Uh, maybe uh, like uh, people uh, in the Twitch different... chat also think that we had it from two weeks ago. Yeah, we had a different meat story, and but it, was... it involved a suitcase. Though I know we've had it a story have. involving a suitcase. It was What's at the airport. Me? It was at the airport. That's why. No, it was a Walmart in a suitcase. Do you want a swinger story? Okay. Do you want to be the... disappointed from the better who? Uh... Yeah. Oh, you want to hear her? More. You want to hear her? Yeah, you could probably do Give both. Give us the background. Give us the background on both. So the woman, her name is Better Caroline, she was very disappointed with Tom Brady's retirement. And she sought out the spot, the beach, where he posted his Instagram retirement. And she gave us this. Good morning, guys. Good afternoon, guys. Um, This is really obviously a tough day for a lot of us. I was a Tom Brady fan for a really long time, and I'm actually sitting exactly where he retired this morning. You can see the building, they're the exact same. It was last year when he retired. I was hyperventilating crying last year and today. I don't really give a because you ruined your family to get smacked in a wild card game. Every dollar that I bet on you this season that I lost, I will be making back because I'm going to sell the sand that you sat on as you retired. So thank you, Tom Brady. How does she know he was the reason why the marriage dissolved? She doesn't. She made a, that you know, that is better Caroline doesn't, maybe doesn't know the facts of the story. I think that was, that was kind of funny. I think you undersold that. Well, I'm good. Not, not that she's right. Not that she's right. Glad we didn't disappoint. I, I'm guessing she's not going to sell a whole lot of sand. It's an entrepreneur right there. Is it? Well, I don't know how much she'll Who's sell. Who's going like to buy you said. that crap? There will be people who I've buy it. I've given you the Waddles World story of people like selling their farts in a jar. Yeah. You think people are going to sell Brady sand? Brady They're sand. They're selling them, but people are people actually buying yes. farts in a jar? Yes. Goat sand. You you label it goat sand. You know? You want a swinger story? Okay. Swingers swap upside down pineapples for color coded loofahs. This is the big thing that they discovered on Cap and the Hoodie, right? That the upside down pineapple outside that your was door the, I, is, I, 
is a signature move, right? I, I educated them back in the day that uh, that. How was did the you swinger. know that? I thought it was universally known, but apparently, I think you have to swing to know no. that. No, I think you just want to know. He's one of them ones. What? <laughs> He's one of them ones. <laughs> Well, anyway, loofah sponges may clean your body, but they're apparently a sexy sign that people are getting down and dirty now. Residents from the Florida retirement complex, the Villages, mm-hmm. which the uh, newspaper reported on in 2009 as being a wild retiree's getaway. Well, this is old swingers, huh? Has been caught on video displaying loofahs on their cars, allegedly to distinguish their swinging sexual styles. The golden shower girls. What? Huh? You were talking about loofahs, right? So for showers. So instead of the golden girls, it's the golden shower girls. That's actually pretty good. Pretty disgusting, but pretty good. That was well played. That was well played. Like this phrase, like it probably shouldn't do this to me because I'm approaching retirement age. But residents from the Florida retirement complex, the villages, which was Reported on back in 2009 as being a wild retiree's getaway. Really is a... I just want to play some golf, have an early dinner, and go to bed. That's all I want out of retirement. It's not what you want in the year 19 golf. I want to go play some golf. My wife and I go out and have a nice dinner. It's not And I'm right. being in bed maybe asleep by 9. You want some silver bullets at the 19th hole. Not a loofah. Yeah, exactly. Not, not an a upside couple of cold pineapple. beers after a round of yeah. golf. Maybe, hey, honey, you want to go grab a bite to eat yeah. a little bit, and then we'll go home. Uh, does Field Yates know something about uh, what the Bears are going to do with David Montgomery? We'll fill you in coming up next. <laughs>